Uh, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, and friends beyond the binary, it's time, patrons, for the podcast. It's here to put you to sleep. Thanks for keeping it going. Uh, couldn't do it without you. Uh, and let's get on with the show. Uh, hey, are you up all night tossing, turning, uh, mind racing, trouble getting to sleep, trouble staying asleep? Well, welcome. This is Sleep With Me, the podcast that puts you to sleep. We do with a bedtime story. All you need to do is get in bed, turn out the lights, and press play. I'm going to do the rest. What I'm going to attempt to do is to create a safe place where you could set aside whatever's keeping you awake, whether it's uh, thoughts, feelings, physical sensations, time, temperature, changes in routine, travel, you know, work, uh, play, whatever it is, I'm, I'm here to help. Uh, it could just be, you know, stuff, uh, you know, annoying outside noises, uh, whatever it is. I really, truly, genuinely am here to help you. Uh, and now, despite I guess it doesn't work for everybody. If you're new, give it a few tries. Uh, but also, don't try to make too much sense of this. This intro is not going to make a whole lot of sense. It'll just barely make sense. That's kind of how the podcast works. Yeah, but here's what I'm going to try to do is try to create a safe place, as I said. I'm going to smooth it. I'm going to pat it. I'm going to rub it down. I'm going to send my voice across the deep, dark night. I'm going to use lulling, soothing, creaky dulcet tones, which I think you could hear pretty clearly. The pointless meanders, uh, rustified tangents, uh, mishandled metaphors. I don't think there's been, in, the, in all the days of metaphors, there's never been someone who's mishandled those metaphors. Also mislabeled them, and even mis like uh, missing metaphors, mi- metaphors you'll miss. Uh, but I'm also something like if if I sang ballads like Yacht Rock, you know what Yacht Rock is. I think I'd say sing like if I was a, uh, I don't know, it's Christopher Cross. Is he one of the people that sings those kind of ballads? Uh, I would sing a song about missing metaphors. Uh, uh, seriously, I, I would sing, I don't know if it'd be straight up love ballad. I think more of like power, is that a power ballad? Maybe I should save these questions for a little while. Has anyone written a love song to a metaphor? I guess we'll know, well, maybe we'll probe that in a minute. Uh, but if you're new, welcome. Uh, let me tell you about the structure of the show, just so you have uh, like, uh, uh <laughs> Because that's what I just do. So the show starts off with a few minutes of business. That's how we keep the show going and free. And then there's an intro, which I just started. The intros are around 12 minutes or so. It kind of like a monologue where I mishandle things. I mean, basically, my metaphors and everything else. Uh, like normally, a normal intro, you could you could say, boom, this is the podcast that puts you to sleep. I'm going to do it. I got I got candles, I got sleep grease, I got uh I got incantations, I got you know whatever. I'm sub- I have sublime, you know, I don't have any of that though. I have intuition, uh no superstition and uh, you know with the power of titian, I'm putting you to sleep. That would be welcome to uh sleep sleep pros or something. It'd be P-R-O-S. I think I try, I try to use sleepy pros. I mean, as I just said, my pro, I put my pros to sleep even. Uh, but, they, you know, that'd be, we're a sleep, you know, a sleep team. 
shushing, and then it has some, you know, we got vibro sympathetic vibrations. We got them. So that might be another podcast. This one, I try to take, uh, I try to do that in one or two minutes. It takes me about 12. Uh, but what I found is during the intro, some people start to unwind. They listen as they go through the bedtime routine or they get in bed and they start to wind down. Other people fall asleep during the intro. And some people skip the intro. They say, hey, I want to get to the bedtime story. So they know to jump ahead like 14 minutes or so. Uh, but the intro's really job is to uh, try to establish some rapport, make you feel welcome, and that this is a safe place. It's a little bit different place, but it's safe. Uh, and that, yeah, I'm a bit of a, I'm a mishandler and a bit of a goofball to barely not put a smile on your face, but bring your face to a neutral position. Maybe your shoulders, they feel a little bit relaxed. Maybe your cushion, you know, maybe you get a little bit more snug in bed. So that's the intro. Then there's a story. Tonight will be kind of a retrospective of uh, episodes uh, 500 through 600 of the podcast, uh, looking back uh, to kind of celebrate uh, passing episode 700. Yeah, so it'll be fun. It'll be like uh, just a quick, quick saying, oh, well, what was that episode? Because I just recorded it and I'm doing the intro now. I say, whoa, wait, this happened like 17 times. Uh, huh, what was that episode about uh, that I made? Uh, interesting title. And then I say, well, interesting. I'm still not remembering it. Uh, uh, so that's what it'll be. A bit of a bedtime story. If you're new, here's the other things to know. No pressure to fall asleep. I'm going to be here for an hour to keep you company so you can fall asleep whenever you want. Also, no pressure to listen. This will be uh, barely engaging, ideally just enough to take your mind off of stuff, uh, but not interesting enough where you're like, well, I got to hear when Scooter forgets the title of his own, what his own podcast episode's about. I can't miss that. I'm sure the regular listeners would be hardy har harring right now because they'd say, well, they kind of, you'll get used to that if you stick around in these parts, uh, I also like to say Oshkosh Bagash, though I haven't said in a while, so I was just throwing that out there. Oh, boy. In the past 700 episodes, I probably said, oh, boy. Uh, oh, dear. Oh, 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 boy. Yeah, I probably said, uh, and huh. And I know I like it stuff a few million times. Uh, but I'm here to help. Uh, I'm here to keep you company because I've been there. And I truly deserve, I truly believe you deserve a good night's sleep. And I want to help because uh, when I have trouble sleeping, it's not pleasant. And I think uh, if I could help you take your mind off that, make you feel comfortable and validated, it sucks if you can't sleep. And I really would like to help. So let's see how it goes. I'm going to be here to keep you company. And who am I? What qualifies me to make a sleep podcast that puts people to sleep other than having trouble sleeping? What kind of person is making this podcast? The kind of person that would think about uh, for the next four or five, three or four or five or two minutes, uh, what would go into a love ballad, a uh, power ballad, a yacht rock song, an 80s uh, m- music number, two uh, metaphors, and well, one I mean, I'm sure there's poetry about people loving metaphors, you know, but uh, has anyone written any love songs for metaphors? Like Angel is a metaphor, 
uh, or something, you know, that, that uh, really catchy pop song. I guess I would say, cool, if you have an obscure song about metaphors, I'll check it out. Uh, you know, send it to my, I don't have any people, so send it to those people, send it to my people. Uh, I mean, I think it would be different than an ode. Here's the thing, would a love song to metaphors contain metaphors, and, and would that be weird? Here's another question. If we did that, do metaphors get jealous? Uh, uh, I mean, here's a, a broader question maybe we have not answered is, uh, are metaphors sentient? My brain is, uh, I think my brain's packing up and going somewhere. It's, like, and it's also palming its forehead. Uh, but I think those are fair questions. Oh, hey, okay. Here's okay. If you're not ready for that, brain, hold on. Put that suitcase down. Where did you get that suitcase? Is there? I didn't realize there was a leather suitcase in my brain, uh, for my brain to pick up. Uh, what do you have in there? Like socks and underwear? I'll oh, get back to the metaphors. Okay. Yeah, I was gonna say, brain, have a seat. Sit on that bed there. Also, I didn't realize my brain had its own twin bed. Yeah, here's something, brain, to think about. Can a metaphor be loved and feel loved is the biggest question. And you you could use a tree falling in the woods. Yes, you could use a tree falling in the woods metaphor for that. Uh, you don't know exactly how it connect to it, but I'd say can a metaphor be loved and be beloved? Yes. Can a metaphor feel love? Uh, who are we to ask, I would say. And if I was witty, I would have a metaphor tucked right in there uh, to, 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 you know, to, to, to whatever, but I don't. Um, here's, let me just do a check-in because I'm real, I'm getting some similes. How are you feeling about all this? Uh, is this, uh, is this okay? Or are you feeling like a scorned something or other? Uh, hardy har har. At least with similes, it's a little easier. Uh, pan- no, I'm not pandering to you. Uh, what if we all, uh, what if we, here, come on, I'll take a hand, one hand, I'll hold my hand with a simile, and my, my other hand, I'll hold a hand with a metaphor, and I'll say, you know what, the tr- there's the truth, I, I can't write music, I can't write songs, can't sing on this podcast, and my, but I do, if I had the ability if if we could choose anyone, who would we choose to sing you both a song? Would it be Michael McDonald? Uh, would it be somehow the person who sang the Top Gun song, who's now I'm forgetting? Uh, Neil, would it be Neil Cicada? Uh, Christopher Cross? Uh, who, who modern would we have sing to you? Uh, would it be someone? Do you, do you have? What about Zane? How do you feel about Zane? And not like, uh, or someone else. Okay. Well, we don't, we don't have to decide it. I was just imagining who we'd have sing you a song. Uh, maybe Bette Midler. She doesn't sing power ballads. Uh, uh, what about like the Eurythmics? I could see how, 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 okay. You're, you're holding my hands a little bit tighter. Um, Okay, maybe just Annie Lennox uh, singing a song. I, I like it. I f- I'm feeling it. I'm feeling it so much. Uh, actually, was "Sweet Dreams" made of this? Uh, was that a was that a me- song? Was that a love song? It's a metaphor. Uh, 
because without without you, metaphors and similes, of course, because uh, yeah, I'm refer even when I accidentally say metaphors, I mean metaphors and similes. Oh boy, there's a knocking at one part. There's a bunch of narrative devices outside my brain's door. Oh, and all other narrative devices uh, that Annie Lennox would sing to. Uh, without you, dreams would not be possible, though dreams are already disagreeing with me. As I hold your hand, metaphor. Okay, let me just. I didn't realize there was so many people with uh, that want a skin in this Annie Lennox song about. Uh, there was just supposed to be no offense, simile. A uh, love song to metaphors, which you could say is like a love song to similes. Not funny. Okay, go ahead. That's okay. You can, we'll, I'll make it up to you, simile. Okay, don't please don't let any of those other narrative devices in there, because I don't even know. Is that an onomatopoeia? What, okay, keep. Okay, a metaphor. I'm back. Uh, so I think it's probably best if Annie Lennox just sings the song to you. Yeah, it would be beautiful. It would be loving and would express really my love and gratitude for, for you uh, to help me. Get, because without the podcast, because uh, here's how the podcast works. I don't think this would be for the Lenny, Lenny, Lenny Annix song. Also, by, sorry, metaphor, that's actually who I booked to, to sing the song because I was looking at the price quotes. And I said, oh, I could afford Lenny Annix uh, to sing you a song. Like, look at songwriting by Lenny Annix. Uh, those prices are, I, I can afford those prices. So it'll be a power ballad by Lenny Annix to metaphors. Uh, I forgot what the point I was going to make. Well, the podcast wouldn't exist without you, metaphors, especially because I try to take the whole intro and make a metaphor to explain to people, hey, this is a podcast you don't need to listen to. And by trying to make a metaphor, I show that I'm not qualified to make a metaphor which may, let's just, let's get, I, I don't want to be too out, maybe a metaphor within itself. Oh, it's an example. Okay, well, I don't have to click uh, on the Selenianics. Oh, I'm t telling you, what if that's a, like a secret, what is that, a pseudonym for Annie Lennox, uh, like her side gigs? She says, well, this is where I really write my juiciest material is as, as Lenny Annex. Well, you're not so sure. Well, do you feel loved? Because seriously, I love you, metaphor. Well, you know, okay, good. Can you feel it? Uh, okay. We'll just rest here in my arms. Uh, yeah, like a sloth in my arms. Beautiful. So, hey, I'm sorry I'm back, everybody. I'm holding a metaphor. I guess it's weird. But I'm a met I guess it's, um, I'm holding a metaphor that looks like a sloth in my arms. Uh Maybe it's a metaphor for all metaphors. Uh, and in some way, I'm holding it and, and holding it close and rocking it. Uh, uh, is it asleep? Because I was going to say, it's a bit of proxy for you uh, that I hope I can keep you here close uh, and rested. And uh, where you say, okay, this feels pretty good. This feels like uh, Annie Lennox just wrote a song for me. Uh, to say I'm loved, uh, to say I'm respected, to, to say I deserve a good night's sleep. Um, so I appreciate you coming by. If this is your first few times here, give it a few tries. This podcast's a bit different. Uh, doesn't work for everybody. 
but it's harmless. So uh, give it a shot and see how it goes, uh, or a couple shots. Uh, but I'm glad you're here, and uh, I really hope I can help you fall asleep. Uh, thank you so much for coming by. I strive and I yearn to help you fall asleep. And here's a couple of ways we keep the show going. All right, hey everybody, it's uh, Scoots here, and it's uh, this is a, I guess it's going to be a kind of Tuesday meandering style episode. I don't know where this is going to go, uh, but this is an episode to uh, sleepily celebrate 700 episodes. And I don't know if this will come out on episode 700 or when it will come out. It's August 2nd when I'm recording this. Uh, and usually I record a little bit further out, but it looks like we'll hit that number in the next few weeks. Uh, so I said, let's get a 700 episode uh, out and we'll take a meandering retrospective. I think the last time we did this was episode 500, though it may have been episode 600. But I think 600 we were just chugging along and we went from 500 to 700. But I'm not exactly sure about that. Yeah, but over, up front, I just want to thank you uh, for if you're asleep. That's great. I'm here. Let me tuck in a little bit and uh, and just enjoy your sleepy breathing there. Uh, but if you're a regular listener and you're listening to this during the day or you're still up, thank you so much for just listening to the show. If you're listening to the show and, and uh, you've given it a shot, I really, really appreciate your time. And uh, you taking the leap of uh, faith or, or just a need to, to give the show, you know, to say, let me listen to this and then to stick with it uh, because the podcast is a bit different um, and say, oh, this does help uh, put me to sleep or soothe me or for those of you uh, to keep you company in the deep, dark night or those of you that do daytime listening for cooling out or just relaxation or background noise. uh uh, thank you. So I want to thank you uh, for listening. I want to thank you for your commitment to me. Uh, those of you that have gone beyond listening and interacted with me, told, shared your stories with me, supported me with your words. And uh, most of and the huge thing is just sharing the show by word of mouth. Uh, you really, I'm really grateful for that. Uh, the show has grown uh, because of you, and you've probably helped someone else uh, fall asleep, and uh, you've helped me keep going, and you've uh, really validated the hard work I pour into the show uh, by telling me the impact you have on the show or sharing the show or just being kind. The kindnesses and encouragement are such a powerful things, especially that encouragement, uh, and I've learned so much, uh, so I want to thank you for that. Uh, and uh, so those of you that have interacted with me or just spread the word about the show silently, I know you're out there. Like, uh, you don't have to let me know. I, I'm still grateful and thank you. Uh, so thank you for that. And then I want to thank all of you that have supported the show financially. Uh, those of you that have uh, purchased things from sponsors, uh, supported the show like uh, in a one-time thing. And particularly in uh, those of you that support the show on a regular, ongoing, monthly basis, uh, uh, you, 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 like the show, would, I say this, but it's true, it wouldn't exist without you. I'm so grateful uh, because my ability to make the show uh, it comes from you and to sustain the show. And uh, that you've taken that, that step and saying, well, I get something out of this, let me support it. Uh, not only does it mean a lot to me, it really means the existence of the podcast. Uh, so 
uh, sleep with me in its current state over the past uh, three years now, I think uh, it would have stopped. Uh, and uh, without the people be supporting the show on a regular basis, and those who support the sponsors are a huge help too. Because uh, Casper and, and uh, Brooklyn are with us on a regular basis, and, and sleep phones is a little bit different, but commission thing, but it still uh, is, is a big help. Uh, that's what keeps the show and it covered. So thank you for taking that big, rare action step of uh, validating uh, that the podcast has concrete value to you. And I hope uh, you, 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 you do feel really special and good about it because you, you should. And when you're taking that step, there is no small step uh, because it is like uh, the, the, the percentage of you that do that are, are giants in my book. So thank you for that. Uh, and everyone, again, to circle back, though, thank you for this opportunity. I've learned so much uh, and I've heard so many stories and I've been able to be of service and take something that I enjoy doing and to help people that are in a situation that I really can relate to. And I really stress that on a show. It's like, you deserve a good night's sleep, and this is a way I think I can help uh, by distracting you with stories. And so you're really giving me an opportunity to uh, really explore things. So so, so what I propose to do uh, is just I'm going to just go into uh, uh, Radio Public because they have a nice way of listing the show all in a row. Uh, and then I'm going to just run, I'm going to scroll back. I'm going to pause it here. I'll go back to episode 501. It's just like the blue jeans and we'll start there. Okay. So looking back here and looking at the 499, 500, 501 and 502 episodes. And that is a good place to check out if you're new. 499 was the first episode of season two of, uh, Superdoll. And that was a pretty creative high point. Then 500 is a TNG episode. That was fun. 501 is a very, very personal episode. So if you want to know more about me and my journey, uh, that's probably a good episode to check out. And then uh, 502 is our lulling retrospective of the first 500 episodes, uh, which maybe I'll run that for Labor Day instead of uh, the... uh, Maybe, I don't know. I guess I'll have to look at when we're going to hit episode five, uh, 500 or six, 700. So that starts with our review here. So f- episode 503 was family at uh, the Picard edition. I broke the Star Trek, the next generation episode into, uh, uh, it was such a dense episode about family, about Picard's family and Worf's family. Uh, that I did, uh, that I broke it into two episodes. Then, uh, Phil Fushigi Riventine was a, a kind of a tribute episode I did for my brother, my brother and me, just because I love those guys and I love that podcast. And they really are as wonderful people uh, and as funny as they sound like on the show, uh, those three brothers, uh, uh, those goofs. Uh, uh, so th- that was a fun episode to do because that was a 2017, I think, was uh I think it was uh, Justin wanted to be the Riventine, 20 Riventine. But I can't remember what they ended up. uh, And I don't know how they ended up. I think they were talking about Fushigi balls. So that was that. Then Project Platypus was another uh, Superdoll Stories. And Superdoll Stories was uh, the first half of the season was like a look back at uh, 
kind of the origin stories of uh, some of the Superdoll characters, and which was a team of superheroes uh, just sitting around. That was the initial season one early on in the history of the podcast. Uh, a team of superheroes sitting around waiting uh, to something. Uh, then there's an ad for Tripod, which was a March 2017, a kind of way to try to get more people to uh, listen to podcasts. Uh, then we had Worf's Family Edition, uh, for episode 506. Episode 507 was a crossover tribute uh, to Rob Has a Podcast. My uh, Actually, the only podcast I listened to about TV, reality TV, about uh, TV show Survivor. And again, Rob, just like the person, he's just a really great guy and a really, really enjoyable podcast. Uh, and again, another podcast uh, similar to my brother, my brother and me, Night Vale. Uh, a lot of other podcasts I love is like uh, the podcast uh, done well can be about uh, whatever you want it to be, but can actually serve people that uh, mainstream uh, something they can go really deep. I think John Green said that once on a panel. I happened he was lucky enough to be on him with. Uh, it can go deep instead of wide, and I think Rob's particularly good at that. Uh, then we had the Siren and the Professor, another Superdoll story. Um, I don't know whose story that was. The Siren and the Professor. Well, I think that was. Uh, hmm, I don't know. Been a while. Uh, then the inner light was uh, one of the biggest and most beloved uh, Star Trek The Next Generation episodes. Uh, and uh, Lauren uh, from Criminal Podcast recommended that one to me, along with a lot of other people. Uh, so it was a real fun episode to do. Uh, then 510 was Lorna Dunes, which is weird because they just performed this as a live show, uh, like a live version of it. Uh, that was a trending Carol King episode. Might have, I don't think it was the first one, but it was a, uh, you know, an on and off uh, thing we do. So that was Lorna Dunes. Uh, then Goldbug was another Superdoll story. Not sure again. Would uh, <laughs> I guess it's been a while since I've recorded those ones. Uh, uh, then a sleep uh, sleep with T and G episode, uh, hide and Q. I always love the episodes with Q. John Delancey's brilliant. Uh, so that was cool. Then uh, five thirteen under the Orlando Eye. That was a, like an on location episode from the Orlando Eye, a big uh, Ferris wheel in Orlando on a kind of rainy, misty day. And it was on that with my brother and my mom. And that was really fun, and it was fun to be able to to, uh, to get permission to do that. I was like, holy cow, I'm really lucky. Uh, then 514, we had a Boastmaster, which is another Super, Super Doll story. I have a feeling that was whoever the rival was, Boastmaster. Uh, then 515, Data's Day, another really fun episode. I think there's even a comic about Data's Day. Uh 516 was Gaga and the Nightbirds, which was uh, which was uh, my uh, fictionalized version of Lady Gaga's uh, Super Bowl halftime performance. So that was cool. Then uh, we did uh, we had Goonies Week, which was uh, something we really I don't know if we've done anything like that again. 
but we had to three Goonies-themed episodes in a row. Good enough to save Earth. That was a super doll story. Um, I think with like a Goonies, Goonies undertones. Uh, then we had my tales of the tape and my memories of Goonie, Goonies the movie, trying to remember the plot. Which I think not all long after that, I went to the movie theater and saw it uh, like a double feature. And then we did a live unboxing of uh, the Goonies game, which came in like one of the DVD uh, editions somebody gave me as a gift. Uh, then we did, so this must have been a break from TNG, a little short little break. Then we did Quit Running, another Superdoll story. Uh, then A View to a Kitten, a tale of a tape of a James, about a James Bond movie that I liked. Uh, uh, then another semi, like an on-location episode from Sea Life Orlando. Faux Cousteau visits Sea Life Orlando. I like that rhyme, Scoots. And so that was a fun little episode. Uh, that we did in uh, a cool aquarium, which gave me a lot of material. Uh, then in Soft Scripted Heroes, another Superdoll Stories episode. Um, and then uh, Back to the Future Tale of the Tape, which I definitely didn't remember Back to the Future at all correctly. Uh, then 525 was Spruce Museum, another really personal uh, fan- fantasy, but also personal episode. Another kind of creative uh, strong point for the show, which was based on, like, I like to make, uh, sometimes when I'd play, fantasy play outside at my, in my yard, I guess particularly after I'd been to a museum, I'd make my own museums uh, out in the yard uh, for fun. So it's kind of based on that type of play you do as a kid or as an adult or that people get to do it as jobs, which is amazing. Uh, then we did a review of Superdoll. I think I was I wanted to do it in a sauna, but I ended up having to do it in a hotel room where I was waiting for a sauna to warm up. But, I, yeah, I definitely did this from a hotel room. I can picture the hotel room. And with Superdoll, I, I think I probably talked about this in the review. That's episode 526 is like uh, it was a harder series to do because there were so many characters that I said, oh, like the first half of the season we did their backstories, so it was concentrating on one character. Yeah, but that was our early series, and I said, I don't know how well this translates to sleep, the Sleep Podcast with that many characters. Uh, but I did find it an enjoyable season, uh, especially with their backstories. It was just when we got to the present day. It was a little bit harder because they said, well, I don't know. It's just hard to switch from all these different perspectives. Uh, it must have been halfway through the season, though, uh, because I see some more Super Dolls uh, coming up here. Um, maybe that was the season one review. I don't know. That's interesting. Then 527, A Matter of Time, another good Star Trek Next Generation episode. 528 was Ray, beloved character, my neighbor, visiting the uh, Universal Studios tour. Uh, 529 was Hydrox, Enneagrams, and uh, Dumplings. That was another Superdoll review, I think, because uh, it's talking about uh, the Enneagram, which I used a lot. Uh, or Enneagram. Enneagram. Huh, that's interesting because there's three reviews of Superdoll. Uh Maybe that was the Superdoll season. Uh, then uh, Cause and Effect, uh, which was, uh, 
a uh, TNG episode. Then water table, Florida water table from PodFest or about PodFest, which is a, a podcast conference in Florida and Orlando uh, that I'd gone to in February. And uh, really, Chris K and Katie K. And I got to meet some wonderful people, uh, Jessica and, and Diane, and, and make a lot of good friends, uh, Jonathan, uh, Shell, so many people, so many great people. Uh, it, it was just a cool, uh, it was a cool conference. It was really outside of my comfort zone, and everybody made me feel welcome there. So I did an episode like based on the business cards I got while I was there. Yeah, and then 532, Control Over Your Soup. That's another Superdoll review. So maybe I did like a real, I think I was reading right through the notes. So it was a really dense, maybe, uh, review. Uh, then we did The per- Perfect Mate, uh, which was a Sleep It With TNG episode. Uh, that was a really good one. Uh, it was one of my favorite episodes. Uh, really good, really, really great episode. Check it out if you haven't already. It's the episode of TNG, not my episode about it. Uh, then we had a walking, imaginary walking tour of the La Brea Tar Pits, which I had recorded right after I'd been there in a closet in an Airbnb. Uh, then in Endless Introduction, I don't think this is our first Endless Introduction, though it may have been like intro after intro after intro after intro. And those have turned out to be pretty popular. I do it when during holidays, and then uh, I think ten dollar and our patrons get two all intro episodes a month. So really cool. But I know a lot of people are big fans of the intro. Uh, then five thirty six measure of a man. That's from uh, Sleep with TNG. That's a really classic uh, data based episode. Uh, salad in real time. That was a real time recipe episode about sal- making salads. Uh, and then this was a new series, uh, Big Farm in the Sky, Private Eye. This was a series I really, really enjoyed uh, making about uh, someone that went to the Big Farm in the Sky and became a private eye when, when they got there. And they, he got help from someone back and not in the Big Farm in the Sky. He's, uh, niece and her best friend and uh, the niece and the best friend were were kind of tribute to uh uh, george and karen from mfm podcast who have always been big supporters to sleep with me uh then 539 we did the game another fun uh, episode because it has some action and risa from star trek the next generation uh, then an on-location episode, uh, Dusk, featuring Slurp and DJ Echo Bass. And that was a fun one. I don't know when I recorded that. Maybe in February 2017. Uh, but that was a cool episode. Yeah, because I think it was there twice in February, in uh, 2017 in February. And uh, it was a fun episode to make. And uh, we, we don't release publicly on-location episodes anymore. Uh, with the ambient noise, but they are like, if you ever look at our Patreon goals, they do get released based on, uh, how many patrons we hit and stuff. Uh, uh, case of the missing moose from big farm PI. That was a good fun episode. That was his uh, second case. Uh, and then another Q episode, Deja Q with sleep with TNG. Good classic. I would say. Uh, then episode 453, Daydream to Believe In. 
I don't know what this episode is. Uh, I think it, it must be a trending Tuesday style episode. Um, is that? Oh, no. Okay. Now I'm starting to remember. I think this is the one where I'm thinking, yeah, it's like based on my walk to work. Um, and uh, like I was daydreaming. Yeah. And I ran it like uh, where my walk to work, uh, uh, where I get fully immersed in the uh, in the daydream. Then 544 was Yellow Snow Mystery, which was a big farm in the sky PI episode. And that, like, that was a really enjoyable one. I really had a lot of fun with the Big Farm in the Sky PI episodes. I'm sure it'll come back at some point uh, soon, though I don't have a date on that. Um, but uh, that one was just t- taking these ideas of, like, what would a mystery be if it was a sleepy bedtime story and it occurred, uh, you know, after someone made their way to the Big Farm in the Sky uh, then we have the offspring, another data uh, centric uh, T- T- Star Trek The Next Generation episode, another really uh, heartfelt one. Uh, Bored Chromeless, uh, trending Tuesday style episode. I don't know what this one's about. Uh, uh, as we hear some history about salons, uh, so I don't know what happens in that episode. I mean, I'm just guessing that it was like a, like one of those seminar episodes where they, like uh, you would rent the podcast out to the boredom seminar people. Uh, then another one, Missing Music Box, Big Farm PI, where they were looking for a music box. And that was a two-parter because uh, G, uh, the niece based in Georgia, was uh, a tribute to is it was uh, missing her music box. Uh and it was like, is the music box in this world, the earth world, or the uh, big farm world? Uh, the next phase, I'm trying to think what the next phase was, Asleep with TNG. And I can't think of it. It sounds like it, uh, oh, was that one uh, with, uh, I think it was the one with Jordy and, um, let me see if I could uh, open it in a new tab here. Because uh, uh, I think it was with uh, Jordy and uh, Roe, Ensign Roe, that and uh, yeah, they become they get phased out and then phased back in. At five forty nine, Bernie the Butterfly came by the podcast to talk about five seconds of summer swag. And I can remember being in my car and parking at work and maybe listening to the first cut of this. Uh, and uh, trying to figure out, uh, in looking up, trying to look up swag about five seconds of summer. But Bernie the Butterfly is like a grouchy butterfly that comes by sometimes. And, uh, he, you know, he really uh, loves five seconds of summer. Yeah, 550 was Sleepy Seahorse Cove, which was, again, uh, the conclusion of the missing music box. Uh, and uh, G... Uh, or maybe it's DK's missing music box. I actually don't know whose mis- music box was missing. Uh, but we're coming up on my favorite episode of uh, Big Farm PI. Uh, 551 Imaginary Friend. Wow, that was D- June 18th, 2017. Doesn't feel that long ago. But man, yeah, we've been through a lot since uh, June 20. Uh, but so that was a fun episode about an imaginary friend. 
uh, Star Trek. This is TNG. Then 552 was slowly flying through the Fearless Flyer, where we read through a Fearless Flyer, I guess it's probably for spring or winter of 2017. We don't do those anymore except on Patreon just because uh, it's a free advertising for somebody. Yeah, and they figured, well, uh, it, but those are really fun episodes, uh, and you can check our goals out and see. Now, this was one of my favorites, uh, 553, The Dog That Chased the Moon. It uh, was a dog that just uh, was at the big farm in the sky, but just kept trying to chase the moon. And that was the kind of, I guess the mystery was, uh, I don't know what the mystery was, why, why or how to stop. I think the mystery was, can you get this dog to stop chasing the moon? It may be part, you know, always part of it is why is the dog chasing the moon? Uh, and then, yeah, it was spoiler. And then it was like, can we get the dog to the moon? And I think it all, of course, got all got resolved and tied up in a bow. It's funny looking at all the episode links because everything is like over an hour, which is like, I think, the sweet spot, one hour and one minute or like uh, somewhere in there. You know, though we can't always hit that. Uh, then Rascals has a fun TNG episode. Uh, Blue Light Special, that was a, a look back and another adventure with my good friend uh, Morley Safer, who... Uh, occasionally we had adventures with this is a you know look back at an adventure with morley uh who uh you know is in the reporting from the big farm now and it had to do with missing i guess it was another mystery but not a, a big farm mystery it's like the blue lights from kmart uh we were investigating that uh missing blue lights from kmart's uh, then another big farm uh waiting for steve jobs uh which was a fun episode, too. It was, like, about uh, for people that are fans of iOS Apple products, uh, there was, like, different places in the big farm for them to live, you know, depending on what iteration, you know, were they, like, the uh, Candy Mac people, uh, the more uh, gleaming white Mac or more of the chrome, uh, whatever, metal-type silver uh you know, Space Gray. I don't know if we had a Space Gray back then, but that was a cool, fun episode to do. Uh, then we did Elementary Dear Data, which was another, that's a fun episode. Then for the 4th of July, we had an intro, all intro episodes, just like this year. And for July 6th, uh, so I could take a little time off, uh, was another intro episode, because it's like a other than Thanksgiving and the holidays, uh, New Year and uh, Christmas holidays is the slowest uh, time of the year for listening. But I still want to have stuff out, you know, for everybody. Uh, then we did the TNG episode Tapestry, uh, which I think is another, I guess I get that and Perfect Mate mixed up. Uh, when I think about Tapestry, I think about Perfect Mate and then I think about the Perfect Mate uh for my ears, which is Carol King. Well, let's see what that is about. Oh, Jean-Luc, uh, oh, this is when he goes back to his childhood, uh, or to his time at the Academy. So that was a decent episode. Uh, I guess the tapestry of our, our lives. Then, uh, 561 was the conclusion of the blue light adventure with Morley distilled blue light blues. Uh, which was a, a good, you know, solve a case with mystery. 
then it was a 562 uh, Curse of the Cursing Notebooks. Uh, that was a big farm in the sky adventure that had some personal uh, personal uh, connections uh, to notebooks and kind of attempt at a personal healing journey. So I liked that one. Uh, then 563 was a Game of Thrones season six recap. I think it was like getting ready for the kickoff of Game of Thrones. Uh, so I think what happened with that one was uh, that was a new episode that I actually ran through Game of Thrones. Uh, let me just see, though. Let me take a look. I don't know if it was a repeat or a new episode. Oh, yeah, and they had a very popular, the Glee Duster is the intro for that one. That's a very popular intro. Uh, 564 Sands Day at the Beach, that was a Trending Tuesday episode. And the uh, that was a that was a memorable one. It was just a, a picture of uh, people getting ready to, get, like a uh, uncle and his nieces and nephews getting ready to spend the day at the beach from a view of a grain of sand. So that was a fun one to make. Uh, Then Callie and the Clones, uh, that was a big farm episode, uh, which was a really enjoyable uh, episode that I kind of barely remember. Then we kicked off uh, Season uh, 7 of uh, GOT and uh, with Dragonstone. I think I recorded that on the road. I mean, I remember watching the episode twice on the road. And I was excited for that season to kick off. I mean, you know, we're waiting for the next one. I think it comes out next year. Uh, then we had uh, My Life with HBO, which was a look back at uh, like like HBO's impact on me and me looking through uh, TV like TV guides from that period to see what was on HBO that I might have watched uh, as a kid. Uh, this was another big, good, big, big farm episode. Uh, the case of the outshining crown, uh, which is you know who's going to be, 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 be wear the brightest crowns and, and think about that. And really, kind of a journey starting with the big farm into like these more uh, archetypal childlike uh, ideas, like maybe not based on anything. But based on these childhood concepts of like, oh, well, once there was a king who wanted to wear the brightest crown or once there was a queen that wanted the shiniest crown. Uh, then there was Stormborn. That was another GOT episode. Uh, then another on location episode, Lake Ontario. Can I call you Terry? And I can remember this night like I was literally uh, lying in a beach chair on this rocky beach of on Lake Ontario at night. It was very, very windy and very, very wavy, way more than comes across in the recording. I don't know how. Like, I remember recording it, and it was like an ode to Lake Ontario, that uh, my favorite, the greatest of the Great Lakes and of lakes, period. No offense to other lakes. It was really a love song, and uh, I was like, is this even going to be, when I was recording it, I was really all in due to, to these odes to Terry. And uh, I was like, is this going to be a usable recording? And it did work out like it, it was usable. Looks like we have two episodes 570s in here, so I'll have to fix that. But uh, 570 is a Rumble Tummy Bird, another big farm episode, a fun one. Uh, 572, The Queen's Justice. This is a good Khaleesi episode. Uh 
Uh, then episode, I don't know what it is, bus rides with Scooter. I remember one bus ride episode from a while ago, but that's not this one. So let's see what I wrote in the thing. Also says as the wheels in the bus go round and round. So I actually don't know what that episode is about at all. Uh, I mean, because maybe I talked about the 51A. I don't know if I talked about other bus rides I'd been on because it says bus rides with Scooter. Because I know I had an original series. I was thinking about doing Tales from the 51A. But then I thought, people don't want to go on the bus to end up on a sleep podcast. So let's keep any bus things uh, personalized or imaginary. Uh, then I think of really uh, closed bo- open books, uh, which is a bo- like a mystery about a book or books, uh, Big Farm P.I., and it was the final episode, and one I, I enjoyed making very much. Uh, then the Spoils of War, which is another Game of Thrones episode. Uh, Post Khaleesi, uh, Jamie's in that. One. I think that was one with uh, J- yeah, Jamie. That was a good cliffhanger between the Queen's Justice and the Spoils of War. Yeah, then 576 was a, a crossover I did with a Meditation Minis podcast, a Shell, which was the idea of a, a chair there to comfort you, whether you're flying or you're going to have your teeth looked at, uh, that a chair will be there to keep you company. Uh, 577 was a review, a lulling overview of Big Farm P.I., uh, 578 was Eastwatch, a Game of Drones episode, Game of Thrones drones. Uh, and he, that was a mem- I'm trying to remember uh, that episode. Eastwatch by the Sea, they call it. Uh, then there was Desert Island Serial, which was where I had an adventure with uh, Boo Berry, Count Chocula, and Frankenberry. Though I think, yeah, even in that one, I quibbled. How come Count Chog, how come the other two are, you know, are those two related, Booberry and Frankenberry? And I know that at least around Halloween, that serial gets re released now that someone bought the rights to it. So keep an eye out for it. I don't think I've bought it, uh, but, you know, I'd like to. Uh, and I should probably should get some shirts with those characters on there. Uh, then we had a big one, a big return for a lot of the hardcore fans of the show, uh, was a return to Agatha and after the glass, a slipper. And, and this was our first season three of anything. I think I'm pretty sure this is our first season three and really a, a show I worked very, very hard on a series. I really d- delved into uh, with the lessons I had learned from the last two, were these serial series, uh, even if you never hear them, I think will put you to sleep uh, for some people. I mean, I believe all the podcast episodes, it's like the work that goes into it is what really results in people being able to sleep. But uh, those ones that really dived into like uh, uh, fairy tales and myths and stuff uh, to give the give it some... Uh, uh, to give to give it some support each story, and it was based on Agatha and uh, I think her co-teacher, who may have been Penelope. I don't, I can't remember who her co-teacher was. 
Uh, but that uh, they were teaching the, the 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 children of this new kingdom they lived in, uh, who were uh, some had a, a background from the, the fairy world, and some had a background from the human world, and they were trying to create a, a class uh, about respecting the myths of the fairy people, because uh, they had law, you know, because of everything. Cinderella is still the great leader, but because the fairy like. Uh, their kingdom had been lost. Uh, uh, Five eighty one, great episode of Game of, Game of the Thrones, uh, the, the show Thrones uh, Beyond the Wall. Uh, Pee Wee's Big Adventure tale of the tape. I really had a hard time remembering the plot of this, and uh, it was uh, that was one of the tougher tales of the tape. I said, "How does my brain not remember Pee Wee's Big Adventure?" Uh, then we had Clam King and the Seasons, which is a tale of Clam King and Manella, uh, which uh, someone pointed out recently, uh, they were listening and said, is this about Persephone? And I said, yeah, it's pretty much based on the tale of Persephone. I think that's who it's based on. Uh, I'd have to look at my notes. Uh, uh, then we had 584, The Wolf and the Dragon. That's when the Khaleesi and uh, Jon Snow... Uh, uh, I think, uh, connect. Oh, no way. Yeah, I guess that's when they finally connect. And, uh, <laughs> Tyrion's just standing out there, which was, uh, interesting. Uh, and that was the end of that season, which was saying, man, I can't believe that season came to a close. Uh, but I guess it was like a kind of two part that'll close with the last few episodes of Game of Thrones. Then we got to walk around Disneyland with my neighbor Ray, which is always a joy. Uh, 586 was, uh, Damag and Jalid, uh, which was, uh, it could kind of like a, uh, meta meta. It was like about, uh, the first Star Trek, the next generation episode we, we did, which was about, uh, uh, I'd have to think, uh, I can't remember the, the words, uh, they used, uh, and then about, uh, Beowulf and, and anyway, just like a lot of myth on top of myth on top of myth. Uh, then we had uh, Game of Thrones season seven recap. Uh, and if you don't listen to Game of Thrones episodes, I, I strongly suggest checking them out. They're, they're a lot longer and they have uh, the coverage of the episode, then the coverage of the facts of the episode. Then they have Tom and Pounce and then they have... Uh, uh, prayers to the old gods and the new. So really, a uh, really long and uh, I don't know different episodes than we make uh, labor intensive for sure. The uh, five eighty eight was kayak cruise. It might have been our last uh, on location episode, though. We'll find out. Maybe there are some one or two others. Um, yeah, I think maybe there's one or two others, but that was a episode I recorded in a kayak. Uh, and again, it's just like uh, the on-location episodes are a bit labor-intensive uh, to uh, support just uh, for, for the free podcast. Uh, but uh, those are fun ones, and that was a fun one. I was in a kayak looking for uh, great blue herons. Uh, 589, Girl Without Bird Song. So that was an After Glass Slipper episode. One of my episode when I look back at it, I, I can remember making this and writing it. And the myths behind it and stuff. Uh, so powerful episode for me, just making it. Uh, 
and uh, thinking about it. Um, uh, Captain's Holiday, that was a fun game, uh, Star Trek episode. So TNG was back. And that was Picard's trip to Risa, which everybody was happy about. They said, finally, Captain, you're going to relax here. And he said, what do you mean? Uh, okay, then um, uh, 590 was another kind of tribute crossover episode, things I might have wrote as a kid. And uh, that was uh, uh, based on a podcast, grown-ups read things they wrote as kids and a live show. So just another podcast to, to, for you to check out. Um, then Mother of All Alchemy, which is after the glass slipper episode. Again, kind of probing at some myths. Uh, then we jump to uh, TNG, uh, The Naked Now, which was, I think, the second. Like, there was a, the first two episodes of Star Trek The Next Generation Season 1 was a two-parter. Or else just a really long episode, Encounter at Farpoint. And I think Naked Now is either the second or the third episode of Star Trek The Next Generation. It's pretty out there. So it was just wild that it was like uh, that early on. Uh, really out there, fun episode uh, to check out. Okay, here's some back-to-back ones. Uh, this is one's called On Summer's Horseback. Uh, this is when uh, it was was not on location but it was afterwards recounting a, a, a horseback ride I did. It's a really popular episode. I hear from a lot of people about it. And it's because I think because it's true. Like, uh, I think the reason people like it is because I was riding a horse. Uh, wasn't particularly my forte or within my wheelhouse. They said, okay, my daughter wants to go for a horse ride. Well, let's go. Um, but then, uh, so then what I did to pass the time was talk to my horse, whose name was Summer. And I whispered to her and I sang to her and I, I negotiated with her. Like I said, let's get through this summer together. And don't, you know, don't, don't be sympathetic to my vibrations. Uh, please, Summer, please. And I think that's a, something a lot of listeners <laughs> have uh, a relationship with, uh, 594 was again another after the glass slipper magic frog song. It just inspired by a really cool myth, uh, or uh, I think a Grimm's, uh, Grimm's tale. And uh, that uh, I was able to kind of reimagine in a way, or pretty pretty big way, change it around and say, okay, well, if this was, it was so, uh, I don't know, again, I, I just really. I can picture the journey that the story goes on and almost experience myself. And uh, that doesn't always happen, but I think that's an important part of the show is that it can give you a physical and visceral journey. Uh, and I could take it. I could see cobblestones and being outside of buildings, this frog. Uh, uh, then Cupid, another Q, fun Q episode for TNG. Uh, then another experimental episode, uh, Trending Transcript Tuesdays, with a with a machine transcript of a Lady Witchbeard episode. And that was just an experiment, pretty bizarre. Uh, and, uh, yeah, I don't know what else to say. I think it went okay. Um, and then Dueling Butterflies was uh, after the Glass Slipper episode. I don't know what that one was about. Let me look it up, actually. I have no clue. 
It's weird how some of them come back to me instantly. Uh, but it's like each of these episodes represents like about 20 hours of my work. Uh, so that's like uh, between where we are today and now, that's like uh, 100 times 20. So 2,000 hours of work since I made that episode. And it's just the episode work, not uh, putting a podcast, everything out. Let's see what it says about that. Uh, don't worry, Hamilton fans. No burrs will be harmed in this podcast. Uh, only lulls will be cast by caring siblings for you to sleep to. So it doesn't really give us a lot of details about what happened in that episode. Dueling butterflies. Uh, so it would have been butterflies trying to top one another. I can't, I'm trying to think of like what myth or what, uh, um, after the glass slipper dueling butterflies. Usually I remember all of these. Well, clearly not all of them, but I really can't. I mean, I can picture beautiful butterfly wings flapping and relaxing us, uh, and, uh, unwinding us. And I'm sure Bernie was mentioned in it, but, uh. Uh, dueling butterflies. I guess when I get off, I'll have to check it. But I'm sure it was like a tale based on either a myth or a fairy tale. I'm just trying to buy some time to see if my brain remembers it. Plus, well, we'll just stop here. So what I'll do is I'm gonna look up the note. Look up the notes for that. Five ninety eight dueling butterflies. Uh, let's see, because the next episode was a five ninety nine the chase, which is a Star Trek the next generation episode, pretty close to the end of our Star Trek coverage. Um, and, uh, the reason we haven't gone back, we, we will be doing some Star Trek coverage either soon or, or concurrent with this episode when it comes out. Um, but the reason is it just, just, uh, it didn't realize how like some people just uh, the, the uh, like a large percentage of listeners just won't listen to the Star Trek episodes, and I know it's some people's favorites. So I've tried to find some balance, which is to do just a few episodes. Uh, uh, that way, uh, people are getting the episodes, but uh, it's not a. Let's see. So I'm sorry, I'm messing around in my trying to find a folder with the uh, the notes here. What did I say? Dueling butterflies. I wonder if my notebook is here. And that's what I'll bring you to sleep. And then what I'll do is, uh, and I think this would take an hour. So I guess we'll do another recap of uh, uh, 600 to to the current thing. Let's see here, though. Show notes after the glass slipper season three. I see uh, it'd be Nella. Shelley Part 2, Statue, 12 Children, uh, Damag, Frogs, uh, Bezel, uh, Syllabi. Maybe this was one that was, maybe this episode never existed because I don't see, I don't know, this one is is uh, mislabeled. Uh, well, this one was based on an episode of Weird, Weird Science. I don't know which episode this was. Uh, oh, this is Alchemy. So that's a mother of all alchemy. Statue of uh, 12 children. I wonder what this one was. Maybe this was the dueling butterflies. Oh, I think this was. So it was based on the 12 children. Uh, or, uh, one sister. I think this is it. About uh, that they all get a uh, king regent. 
six sons, six daughters, uh, fairy godmother to help over the watch over the children. Uh, Twelve children play together. Uh, meanwhile, the queen has uh, her own. So that was with his first family. And then his current queen has a boy and a girl. And uh, they go, oh, the, all the kids are living in one tower by themselves. The brother and sister find them and say, hey, they, all these kids are playing in a playroom in a tower in our castle. And uh, then they get sent off. Uh, and I think they get changed into butterflies. And then they return. I kind of remember this. At the end, everyone, the girl rules forever. Uh, all the children have a uh, moth birthmark on them. Uh, Prince Regent wants more children. This is still a kind of notes. Uh, Queen relents. This is okay. King makes a playroom. Sends the children out. Uh, uh, Twelve strands of ivy. So a little bit. Uh, that's a little bit about it. Uh, basically a tale of... Uh, the children turning to butterflies, helping their sister by carrying her, and then turning back into her siblings. Uh, so I hope as you now picture a flight of beautiful butterflies, uh, and they're gently rocking your bed, if they're cool with that, and, and maybe they're carrying you into the clouds, uh, or maybe you're nice and snug in your bed on the ground. Or maybe the butterflies are just outside gently flapping their wings uh, with a beautiful, restful sound as you get more comfortable and drift off. Good night. Hey, I want to thank you for reviewed the show on iTunes recently. Uh, the, the MMLYW from the UK says, thank you. Never made it to the end of one of the podcasts. Uh, then, uh, some, someone with a lot of American flags, uh, said they, they don't, they really don't like the podcast. Uh, and then, uh, LJ27 from the UK said, uh, uh new fandoms, uh, I love uh, that you're helping us. I'm 16, uh, not much into Game of Thrones, but a good place in Doctor Who I'm into. Uh, and they also had a couple other ideas. So, so thanks, LJ. Happy to help. Uh, Sad P said uh, they like the podcast, but they listen on YouTube. Uh, and they were just re uh, reading, writing a review uh, to be helpful. They left a five-star review, but they didn't seem happy about it. Sorry about that. It does help the show, though. Uh, Photogirl82 says, OMG. Uh, I thought the I thought I got to the point where I'd knowingly smile and fall asleep when I crack you up, but uh, the intro with the gymnastics tomes and gnomes uh, uh, had me uh, stifling my crackles. I think uh, my family will have to subscribe. Three of the four of them already do. Thanks for helping me, isolating you know dealing with the deep dark night. Look forward to going to bed now because I can't wait to hang with my boyfriend. Humbly, I thank you. Thank you, photo girl. Uh, this one had a lot of bad words in it, uh, and it was a one-star review, even in the... So that was... Uh, Got to skip that. Uh, Handy Hand is having trouble subscribing, but I think they still like the show. If you have trouble subscribing, just try unsubscribing and searching your podcast app for sleep with me. 
because uh, sometimes there's like uh, people that are spoofing the podcast or uh, borrowing our feed. Uh, so that's it. Uh, Jaguar1313 uh, says, effective and strangely delightful. Skeptical at first, but now I wish you started listening soon, sooner. Sounds like my junior high math school teacher never fails to put me to sleep. I've been using podcasts almost every night for a month. I have no idea uh, how it works, uh, but thanks for silencing my uh, racing thoughts. Uh, Marianne says, uh, give it a shot. Uh, podcast has preserved my sleeping, comforting to have someone to talk to. Sleep very welcoming, good enough to hold your attention while letting your mind wander off. I fall asleep on the first try. Uh, and uh, also, I can say the podcast has really been a big help. Uh, thank you and everyone who pays to keep the podcast going during grad school. So they really count on the other patrons. Uh, and that's for Marianne. Thanks, Marianne. Uh, I think that's all the reviews right now. The next one I think I already read, which was not the Sandman. That was from Still Awake in Canada. And they weren't happy. Then we had AAVVVAA4321. Maybe not. Uh, Answer to my nighttime things. Uh, podcast is a great option to uh, lull me off. Uh, uh, it's uh, Sometimes I listen to other podcasts, but uh, it's worried about missing the content. This one, not worried. It's amazing. It's brilliant. I'm usually out while the host is still slogging through the intro. Oh, yeah, I didn't. I haven't read this one because I like that. Slogging through the intro is a good description uh, they can use in the future. Thank you. Uh, this is another person that was unhappy. Uh, uh, it doesn't suit me. They suggest uh, listening to uh, other podcasts. I'd say, oh, yeah, I read this one because the monologue just drags on about inane topics. Uh, exactly. That's from Super Duper in Canada. Uh, then Ali and Bailey and Ali and Kylie, they, that one I read from Sweden, they like the podcast. So thanks, everyone, who's writing those in the day when you're in a good mood. Uh, you could review the show if you wish uh, and if it's convenient to you, but it is uh, a help, especially with this uh, seeming strange influx of uh, energy that is uh, the reverse. <laughs> so if you have a chance, go to sleep. Uh, go to uh, Apple Podcasts, review the show. But uh, thanks. Thank you so much for everybody for listening and being here. I hope you're tucked in bed as I tuck you in one last time. I want to thank all the patrons who support the show on a monthly basis. I want to remind you that Sleep with Me is part of Night Vale Presents. You can find all the other great shows at nightvalepresents.com. We're also uh, backed by PRX, and you can find everything about all the shows PRX works with at prx.org. And also want to remind you, kiss your shoulders when you need it. Your shoulders may need a kiss. Maybe it's a peck. Give it a peck, though, or a smooch. Uh, uh, they like either one or just you can kiss with your chin, your shoulders. I mean, maybe not other people, but here, boy, listen, I just kissed my shoulders with my chin. It, it's a, like a kiss, a, a chin kiss. Uh, and I hope this is a chin kiss for your ears. Good night.